0: You're listening to an audio sermon by Pastor Bernard Mulder from Household of Christ. We trust that you will be encouraged and blessed as you listen to the Word of God. Many people right now are facing many challenges, many obstacles, many difficulties, maybe even giants that you're looking at, staring in the eyes. Big, huge mountains that you want to have removed, and you're frustrated. Because these things have not moved. But maybe the way that you are looking at these challenges, at these obstacles, as the, these problems, the way that you are looking at it, maybe that's the problem. So the story is told of this king. He saw that the people were very complacent, taking things for granted. So he put a huge boulder in the road on the way to the city. So when the people wanted to come to the city, they couldn't get in. This boulder was in the way. So some of them tried to push it away, but they couldn't get it away. Some of them got angry. Some of them got frustrated. They said, why is the king doing it? Do I really deserve this? That I have to go through this? I just want to come to the city. Now he's blocked the way. Murmuring and complaining. And then one poor man came walking to the boulder, blocking his way as well. He tried to get it out of the way. He couldn't. And he went into the forest and he got a huge pole and he used it as leverage. Got it underneath the boulder, lifted it, and it rolled away. And when it rolled away, there was a bag of gold and he picked it up. And the way of the obstacle became the way to his blessing. So if he had just viewed the obstacle in a different way, his actions, his determination, his, what he would say would have changed. What if the obstacle is the way? And what you are facing right now is what God wants to use to promote you. But you are murmuring, you are complaining. You're trying to push it out of the way. But you should look at your obstacle in a different way. Now that obstacle became that poor man's best friend. Because where he was poor, when he removed the obstacle, he found gold. And we see the same thing in the Bible over and over and over. And people get frustrated in the way that they look at the obstacle is the problem. Your perspective of the obstacle is the problem. What if the obstacle, the challenge, the giant that you are facing right now is the way? Turn to the person next to you say, I'm here to reset my faith. Because I'm facing some giants. I'm facing some obstacles. Can you imagine he tried to pray that thing away? What would have happened? He would have lost what God had intended for him. Turn with me in your Bibles to the book of 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 20. Turn to the person next to you and say, If the Holy Spirit is with you, there is a way out. So I'm going to read the story of David and Goliath. And I want to tell you that if you go read the chapters before that, you'll see that Saul was the one that was supposed to kill the giant. But because God's presence had departed from him, he didn't have any confidence to face giants anymore. If you read the Bible, you'll see Saul used to go on the battlefield, look for the biggest guy and say, you're mine, buddy. And he would take that person out. Because God's presence was with him. He was anointed as king. But when he started walking in disobedience, the presence of God departed from him. And here you have a David appearing on the battlefield. Verse 20. So David rose early in the morning and left the sheep with the keeper and took the things and went to Jesse that had commanded him. And he came to the camp as the army was going out to fight and shouting for the battle. For Israel and the Philistines had drawn up in a battle array, army against army. And David left his supplies in the hand of the supply keeper, ran to the army, and came and greeted his brothers. Then, as he talked with them, there was the champion, the Philistine of Gath, Goliath by name, coming up from the armies of the Philistines, and he spoke according to the same words. So David heard them, and all the men of Israel, when they saw the man, fled from him and were dreadfully afraid. So the men of Israel said, have you seen this man who he has come up? Surely he has come up to defy Israel, and it shall be that the man who kills him, the king will enrich with great riches, will give him his daughter, and give his father's house exemption from taxes in Israel. Just to get exemption from taxes is a reason to fight a giant. Amen? Amen. Then David spoke to the men who stood by him, saying, What shall be done for the man who kills this Philistine and takes away the reproach from Israel? For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? And the people answered him in the manner saying, So shall it be done for the man who kills him. A giant. Everybody saw him as a giant. David looked at him and saw an uncircumcised Philistine. Everybody was paralyzed by fear. Maybe you are facing a giant obstacle right now. And you don't know that that giant obstacle is the way. This giant was the way to blessing and prosperity. This giant obstacle was the way for David to find a wife, to be married to the king's daughter. For his whole family to be exempted from taxes. How are you viewing your obstacles? Remember, faith is the only thing that pleases God. Faith is the only thing that honors God. But faith is the one thing that God honors. Family, listen to me. It's not about just praying and having faith. Many people have been holding on to a promise. But it's hope that they've been holding on to. Hope is always in the future. But what God wants to do is now. Your obstacle you have to face now. Turn to the person next to you and say, I'm ready to face my obstacle. Because the obstacle is the way. If you go read here, the presence of God had departed from Saul. That's why he didn't kill the giant. Suddenly everybody, all the armies, I mean, just read the next verse. 28. Now, Eliab, his oldest brother, heard when he spoke to the men. And Eliab's anger was aroused against David. And he said, why did you come down here? And with whom have you left those few sheep in the wilderness? I know your pride and the insolence of your heart, for you have come down to see the battle. You know what he was saying to me? He says, listen here, why don't you go back and look at the sheep? Let the pros do this. But the professionals, they were so professional that their hearts were gripped with fear. And suddenly, the message that there's a young boy that says he's ready to kill the giant, the message was delivered to the king. And he said, I want to talk to this boy and see who he is. He said, How is it that you can kill him? You know what his answer was? He says, I faced an obstacle once of a lion. I faced an obstacle of a lion. And the presence of God was with me, and I killed the lion. Another time I faced an obstacle of a bear, and the presence of God helped me, and I killed the bear. says, you know what? That same presence, that same anointing that helped me to kill the bear, to kill the lion, that same anointing, that same God is with me to kill a giant. It will not be different. Family, the lion and the bear that you have killed, those obstacles that you removed that seemed so big, It's the spiritual beacons in your life to remind you that God is faithful. If God is with you, an obstacle does not have to be an obstacle. An obstacle can become the way. It's not about just saying it. Most of the people there, surely they were praying, Lord, remove the giant. Lord, remove the giant. Cause confusion in the ranks of the giant. Let the giant run away. Let fear grip the heart of the giant and let him flee. Sometimes it's not enough just to pray in faith. You have to act in faith. Turn to the person next to you and say, act in, act in faith. When it comes to the obstacle that is facing you and you know God has allowed this and this obstacle will become the way, you'll have to act faith. <laughs> but yet to hear that, Pastor. Turn to the person next to you and say, act faith. Act faith. Turn to the person on the other side say, act faith. When you know God is in control of your life and he's allowed it, you know he will see you through. Job faced an obstacle. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they had to face obstacle. It was called a fire. Daniel in the lion's den. Can you imagine those lions was a huge obstacle, but that's what God used to turn a whole nation back to him. If your obstacle is allowed by God it will bring glory to God and then it has become the way the way that you view it the way that you look at it that's the problem all of Israel looked at this giant and they saw a huge enormous man trained in battle David looked him in and saw an uncircumcised Philistine what does that mean David saw himself in the realm of victory in Christ Jesus Goliath found himself in the realm of defeat and failure. When God is with you, he sees you as more than a conqueror. When God is with you, who can be against you? Even if it's a giant, even if it's a giant obstacle, you can face that giant obstacle. There's no difference. Any of the great heroes in the Bible... Esther, it was a real obstacle that she faced. It was as life-threatening as David facing Goliath. But she acted in faith. Turn with me in your Bibles to James chapter 2. Family, listen to me. Faith has substance. Faith is the evidence of things hoped for. The substance. You know that God is faithful. You know that God is a deliverer. Those three brothers, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, when they had to face the fiery furnace, when the king said, if you don't bow the knee now, I'm going to throw you into the fiery furnace, that was a real obstacle. But in their hearts, they believed God was a deliverer. And when the king said to them, I'm giving you this option, They said, whether our God delivers us or not, we know that He is our deliverer. When they said, we know that He is our deliverer, what they believed in their hearts and what they confessed with their mouths, what they confessed with their mouth, their heart agreed 100%. And deliverance manifested for them. When you face your giant or your obstacle, don't just confess because you know you have to confess. Before you confess it, make sure that you're believing it. Because remember, David, in facing Goliath, Goliath confessed exactly the same what David confessed. The Goliath said to him, I am going to kill you. Today I'm going to feed your flesh to the birds of the air. Who do you think I am? Am I a dog that you... He was angry. He was aggressive. Sometimes when the devil comes against you, You have to let that, what's in the inside, stand up. That attitude of the giant is, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to destroy you. And fear wants to grip your heart. And it's there where you have to put your trust in the word of God. Knowing that God is who he said he is. He's your deliverer. He's your redeemer. Why do you think God said to Abraham? He says, I want you to move away. I'm going to be your shield. I'm going to be your exceedingly great reward. Why? Because where he was going, there's enemies. That's why you need God as your shield, as your protection. And David knew he had a friend in the Holy Spirit who disposed of giants. And when the giant was shouting at him, he said, it's not personal. You've not come against me. You've come against my God. Let me tell you, as I confess now, it has my heart's full agreement. I'm releasing faith. You don't need faith for the possible. You need faith for the impossible. He says, let me tell you something giant. I'm going to kill you today. I'm going to feed your flesh to the birds of the air. You're an obstacle, but you are not in my way. You've become the way. After I've killed you, blessing is coming my way go read it David confirmed it three times he said is this all that needs to be done everybody was looking at the giant seeing a giant obstacle he was looking at the giant and seeing a giant opportunity change your way of thinking about your obstacles and you'll see your life will start to change your perspective about it will change because now you'll see it as a friend your best friend that's gonna lead you to a place where God's name will be glorified 1 Corinthians 10, 13, we all experience times of testing. Turn to the person next to you and say, to go through a test is normal. Tell them everybody goes through tests. So it's not unusual what you are going through. Which is normal for every human being, but God will be faithful to you. He will screen and filter the severity, the nature, and the timing of every test or trial you face so that you can bear it. And each test is an opportunity to trust Him more. You know what a test does? It shows who you trust. If you trust God, that is your faith. Saying, God, you are faithful. With every trial, God has provided for you a way of escape. That will bring you out of it victoriously. So family, here he is facing Goliath. And God says, I've made the way out. Go pick up five stones. I'm going to be with you and you're going to kill the giant. That's the way out. Whatever obstacle you are facing, God will show you the way out. The Israelites, they are facing the Red Sea. A wall of water in front of them, trapped In a valley and from behind, the Egyptians are coming. From a natural point of view, they are trapped. They're going to be killed. Have you felt trapped? Have you felt there's no way out? And the Red Sea that's in front of them becomes the way. As Moses spoke, the waters opened up. He went through and that very water that was the obstacle was the thing that drowned the Egyptians. It became an instrument of deliverance for Israel. When the enemy wants to kill, steal, and destroy, and you're facing an obstacle, it's time to change your view of that obstacle. Because God says, I'll show you the way out. With Moses, he says, the water will open up. He went through and that water that was the obstacle Became the instrument of deliverance. God will change it around. Daniel, when he was facing lions, the person that was interceding, that was praying and fasting for him that night was the king. The very person that's made the decree will be the one praying and interceding for you. How do you view your obstacles? What are you saying about your obstacles? Turn to the person next, to you and say, The obstacle has become the way. Sometimes, when you face a challenge, it's the very thing that God will use as a springboard to lift you up to where He wants you to be. James 2, verse 14. What does it profit, my brethren? If someone says he has faith but does not have works, can faith save him? If a brother or sister is naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you says to them, Depart in peace, be warmed and filled, but you do not give them the things which are needed for the body. What does it profit? Thus also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. But someone will say, You have faith, and I have works. Show me your faith without your works, and I will show you my faith by my works. You believe that there is one God, you do well. Even the demons believe and tremble. Turn to the person next to you say it's time to act faith. faith. But do you want to know, O foolish man, that faith without works is dead? Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered Isaac his son on the altar? Do you see that faith was working together with these works, and by works faith was made perfect, and the scripture was fulfilled which says Abraham believed God and was accounted to him for righteousness, and he was called the friend of God. You see then. That a man is justified by works and not by faith only. Faith makes the impossible possible. Even when God asked him and said, sacrifice your son. He knew that son Isaac was a child of promise. He knew that that child came from God. God had given it him that child. That's what the Bible says. He knew he could only give to God what came from God. Cannot offer God anything else. But you can see when the servant said, Where are you going? He said, Me and the lad, we are going yonder to worship. When Isaac said, Where is the lamb? What did Abraham say? He said, The Lord God will provide. The Lamb. When you declare the answer in faith, there's a force from heaven that starts to work and it makes that which seems impossible possible. Because faith sees the invisible, it believes the impossible, and it receives the incredible. Faith sees the invisible. What does it mean? It means faith sees the answer. That realm of victory in Christ Jesus, you live in it by faith. Many has been confessing faith, but it's only when you receive Christ that that faith that you have in the Lord Jesus Christ, His righteousness becomes your righteousness. Do you know what that means? When Christ's righteousness has become your righteousness, It means you can enter into the holy of holies and you can meet with God face to face. And the Bible says when you meet with him there, you receive grace and help. It's there where he will show you, I want you to do this, go there, do that. Then it's not just praying in faith, but you start acting in faith. Even Jesus Christ in Hebrews 12, verse 1, it says, there's a cloud of witnesses around us. It says, be very careful that you don't get ensnared by that sin, that stupid thing that always pulls you down. It says, get rid of that, get it out of your life. He says, looking unto Jesus, the author, the finisher, the perfecter of our faith, who, for the glory that was set before him, the joy, salvation coming to you and me, endured the cross. The cross for many people is an obstacle. But for Jesus Christ, the cross became the way. And here today, me and you, we are born again. We are saved. We can enter into the holy of holies. Jesus prayed and he said, Lord, if there's any way that this cup can pass me by, not my will be done, Lord, your will be done. Family, in certain obstacles, you should ask God, Lord, is this your will? Because if this is God's way, that obstacle has become your best friend because God will be glorified in it and through it. When you look at Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, when you look at Daniel, when you look at David, when you look at the life of Paul, why do you think these disciples said, count it all joy when you fall into various trials? Why? Because they knew God would make a way out. They not just prayed in faith, but they acted faith. They said, we glory in tribulation. Why? Because through this tribulation, God is working on my character. I'm going to become a better Christian. So these challenges that you want to pray away, these obstacles have become the way. If it was true in the life of Jesus, guess what? You might experience some of that. But the way that you view it is very important. Go read the book of Acts and see if you find any of the apostles complaining or murmuring about anything, because whatever they faced, they knew God would make a way out. Whatever they went through, they say we counted all joy, because they know God was in control of their lives. That very obstacle has become the way for them to receive their breakthrough, their healing, their deliverance. Make a decision today. This is the year of decision. Make a decision to look at your obstacles differently. It's only an obstacle because you say it's an obstacle. But if you know there's a rich treasure underneath, you'll say, ah, this is an opportunity for blessing. This is an opportunity to change my life. The way that you view your work, friends, family, challenges, is your own perspective. If you have God's opinion about that situation, your confession will change immediately. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Whether our God delivers us or not, we are fully persuaded and convinced he's a deliverer. That faith activated something, and God acted upon their behalf, and there was a fourth person in the fiery furnace, and that which was supposed to be 10 times hotter cooled down 10 times, and they could stand there, and nobody could even smell fire upon them. That's what faith will do. Make that which is impossible possible in your life.